Okay, so before we go back to the Marmachem, it's what we're going to start with tonight is the two-page Igris Meisha and the Mechtavim, which is the Shalom Zalman, if you're looking for it. And we're going to get back to the Mumer and the Tin Shanishba, which is uh, really the most important aspects of the general sugya. So to just go over two things, I continue to be very impressed by Klai Yisrael, which is not a surprise. Uh, the people listening and talking to other people about it, uh, the general sugya, if you're on a sugya long enough, people start thinking in terms of Livniver and Arvus, and the last sugya we're going to do is Arvus and last next week, and maybe part of El, which is perfect. If I had to land the sugya of El, I'd be Achrayas. So we'll, uh, we'll get there, Mitzvah But the uh, two shadows just from today. If you ever send in Shilas, most of the Shilas don't make it. I select uh, a few of them, and I normally don't say the names unless I know that I can to give B'Shem Ramah. So both of these deserve the names, but I'm not going to say either one because they're private Shilas. But one of them involved the Lifna Iver we spoke about a few weeks ago of giving good advice. And it involved a businessman who is a Chashva Ben and a lot of Yerushamayim. And he left a lot of money potentially on the table doing a lot of work for free pointing a client to a better product that he could offer, saving the client a lot of money. Now, that's a quick soundbite. If you don't remember the sharing from a few weeks ago, we had a lot of debate when you have to do that, and sometimes Mikar Din, um, I called him up as we wanted to go over the details, and it's not so clear what's a chiv, what's a midas chasidis, but you got to sleep at night, and if it keeps you up, that you just cost somebody thousands and thousands of dollars when you could have offered a better product even though you're trying to make a panasa. That's a sign of your shaman. When it's a chiv, when it's not, you got to ask your own shayla. But it was very no good directly from the shear. And usually the differential, we spoke about a washing machine that's $30 cheaper over there. You can explain it. You have better service. So you have a right to demand more. You have more overhead, a nicer shopping experience. We, if you missed that, we spent three, four weeks on this. It's very important, but... The particular one today, and I had one other one recently, it shows that people are focused and you don't have to let money and the pursuit of the almighty dollar always take over your life. Sometimes you can focus and it's a hard Nisayan even to ask a child like that. For this person, it wasn't hard. And even when I, I was Maramis to him that uh, it's not so cut and dry, that it's usur, he, he said sort of that he doesn't want it on his conscious, which is the right, right reaction. So... That's a very, very positive thing. And the other one came from somebody in the medical field, not the one sitting here, although we discussed a few of them recently. And uh, also, it had to do with um, pregnancy, childbirth, and related items. And they listening, they wanted to know, like, uh, is this mutter, and what do I do about it? And the shadows have to be asked. They're many possible leniencies in the face of uh, lawsuits and have some rub and things like that. That's the Avera department, not the advice department for the client. But at least when you learn the sugya, you know what they ask. So I always continue to be impressed with Klai Yisrael because I get all these shaylas they're asking. And shayla is always a, a display of Yerushamayim. If you had less Yerushamayim, you wouldn't ask because the answer might be you shouldn't do it. So that's a, that's a good sign. So, to continue with the other news, we start off with the good news of everybody that's from. So now we go on to the other news of the people who are not yet from. 
So take a look first of all at page one before we go back to the Achrayas for the not yet from and the Machlekes about it. I mentioned last week that the Chaznish clearly says that Chadav Denaira versus Trev Denaira is not only what you're enabling him to do, and if he couldn't do without you, it's Daraisa, if he could do without you, it's Inesid Rabbonon, it's also if he could do without you, but he wouldn't, or he probably wouldn't, and you're encouraging, and he'd have to go five blocks away to buy it, or he'd have to start ordering, and he might not get around to it, and people push things off, and now you're saying, here, have a cheeseburger, which I love using that example, because no one's ever going to do that, and that's why it sounds extreme, but it uh, can be cut and paste to many other items, speaking of the cut and paste department, of uh, handing people things they shouldn't be holding, and is that Chadav Denar Trev Denar? So Chaznish says, you have to look at, first of all, how much you're encouraging, and would he do it now without you? And you have to look at the second part, and that is, even if he would do it later, maybe he'll do it now and later. That's an important thing to keep in mind. Also, Chaznish doesn't point that out, but that's Pasha. If you could do the Avera now or later, and without you, he'll only do it later because it takes him a month to get it, and then he's going to continually do it. So then he did it for an extra month with your help. That's also the Fneva Deresa. So you got to keep your eye on the definition of the Chav and the of the Naira. Shlomo Zaman on page one, in front of you, this short paragraph, points this out as well in terms of, to get the encouragement factor, how far is he really going to go and how much is he going to spend in terms of time and money to be able to get this done as opposed to you making it convenient? And even at the Chaznish, that's an important thing to focus on. Take a look at what he says. He's going to spend whatever it takes to get what he wants, even if it's lesser. Then it's Chadav Danar because he's going to do it without you and he's going to get it done no matter what. Time, expense, doesn't make a difference. He's bent on doing this. If that's not so posh, no, this has lushness. If it's not a vade, he's going to do without you. Right now, he's making it ready and available and convenient. Even though it's possible he would have done it later. I'm not talking about we could do it both times. I'm talking about where it's one time Avera, Shalom Zama is framing it as unless you know for sure that he's going to do it otherwise, even though he might have, that's considered Chadav Denar, and that's a Dereis and not a Dereis. That's pretty important. Shalom Zaman hedges a little bit. He says he thinks he tochen the Chosh of Chadav Denar. He's not 100% sure, but he is Choshish that that might be an Issa Dereis. So that's a pretty important definition for a Sugiya we're 90% into. And that's why I'm. Um, Save this for the end. We have to walk away with some gedder of chav dinar trev before you talk about the kulas of the chadav dinara where he can get it anyway and trev dinara he needs me. And now we get to the kulas with that introduction. So go to page two and we talk about the Mughal of Ram, which was last year, last week. The Mishabur passes like the Mughal of Ram, who holds that the Isadra Bonan of Misayeya seems to be in the Lundus uh, we described uh, and it has nothing to do with arvis per se nafkamina being if there's no arvis to a complete mummer or to a hardened mazid 
So then you could tie uh, there's no way so you can get it without me easily, and I'm not doing anything, so there's no way to draw on it, which is what the shach holds like, as explained by the dog of Mavavi, any mazid, the Sam Sefer holds only by a hardcore mummer, and those two definitions are going to be very important. We're going to get to that in a moment. And the Magad of Ram doesn't hold like anything. He holds it's us to draw no matter what. It does make a difference. It's a mummer. Uh, it's hardcore, not hardcore. It's all going to be also to Because he's looking at the Gezeira in a different way. That was the last share we had last week. And now I want to show you some practical applications and how Ramesha treats the Tinnikshin Nishba. And I want to share with you something I thought about to try to bridge the gap in the Machlikas. So take a look at page two. You have the end of Tshuva Chavches in Archaim. The very last shtickle is Chavbez. Ramesh has a long Tshuva. He talks about the Brooklyn Air. Brooklyn Air is, well, yes, some people they would say it's a long, complex topic. Complex it is. Uh, long it is also because it's always hotly debated. There's a lot of Yidden in Brooklyn. Ramesh Lamaisa holds it's pretty posh it, and his opinion firmly is that you can't. And I think somebody asked me during Shear or right after Shear, it's not because of Ocean Parkway. For those of you not from Brooklyn, Ocean Parkway is a six-lane, can't call it a highway, they don't go that fast, it's a light every letter of the alphabet. So how fast can you go? But it runs from Coney Island, I guess, to the Gowanus. No, am I getting this right? Gears of Diancasa? We've all been back there a couple times. Not Svi, you went yeah. there back? Yeah. Avenue, yeah. All, yeah. The to, uh, all the way down to the, uh, to the beach, Brighton Beach. And then, uh, yeah. They have cameras in every block now. Speed, yeah. Speed, yeah. Cameras. Yeah. Speed cameras. Well, they weren't going very fast in the first place. I'm not exactly sure. It's, it's, it's a source of revenue. It's a, it's a source of revenue. Okay, so it does make a difference. You don't have to be, you don't have to be going very fast. Of course, some buggy can go slowly also. But everybody always thinks, you start talking about the air from Brooklyn, they say, yeah, Ocean Parkway. It's not, they thought it might be Ocean Parkway. It's not Ocean Parkway. They put that black thing down, that's where the tires go over and the thing starts registering. And the peak of traffic, you think, was six lanes, but they don't move that quick. And a lot of people go into the city, it was a couple hundred thousand at the peak within one day. So that's not the problem. That's the good news. The other news is, is that there's a bigger problem. Going to Ramesha, Ramesha holds that when you have 600,000 people within Yudbez Mils, Mils, which is the Shir of the Dikla Midbar, as described in the Parshish we're reading, so that is all of Hilchashab, is learned, Shazarab, is learned from Dikla Midbar, and there is an area that could be, doesn't have to be one street, that's where Ramesha's, some say would be Mechadish, Ramesha holds its Poshit, and the whole area becomes a Rishasarab Daresa. That means even a small side street, if it's part of the area, even a dead end. I lived very close to a dead end street. You remember where I live? Uh, very close. I, my street was not dead end, it, right the corner of L, went to France Field, and then there's another street nearby. It was a dead end, and they had an apartment building, which was not that common for that neighborhood, forming almost like a machitza. And they come out and give them a machitza. You still need an air of. I discussed personally with Adovid. I remember where I was standing. I was standing in his old office. So, do you remember his old office? It wasn't an office. It was a janitor's closet. And he was standing there, and there was like, we were standing. It was like, that was his office. I, Baruch Hashem was around long enough after doing the Simcha that he had by then a real office. Uh, but he said, you want to talk? We'll go to the office. And that's where we discussed this. So I asked him about this street, what Ramesha maybe 
say that it's not partisan. I'm just giving them a chitzes derisa on the street. In that particular example, there's a dead end and there's a fence here by the fence field buildings. And he said what I thought he would say. That there's no chili because the whole shot is that the whole area is one Rishos Arabim. So it doesn't make a difference. You have an alleyway. And if you want to make an air on your house with a neighbor on the grass, maybe you could say that Malcolm doesn't have Dresus or Goliam and where the cars go, that might be a little different. But this was a regular street, and cars came in, cars came out, it just happened to be a dead end. So he also, the whole area is one big Rosh Hashanah the race. You cannot make an Arab around the Rosh Hashanah the race. What made it Rosh Hashanah? It was uh, 3 million people, and Ramesha calculates that approximately 600,000 people on the street at any given time when you have a population of 3 million. And therefore, the whole Mokom, the using all the streets to combine all the streets doesn't have to be one road. So even though Ocean Parkway did not register 600,000, it didn't make a difference. That's the, so Brooklyn dipped a little bit uh, after that, maybe a little bit more during Corona, but not that significant. There's still plenty of people there, and it was just Hashara of the amount of people with room to breathe. So that is the theory. Combined with Queens? Because it's no, so Queens uh, has an air of, um, I don't know which parts have a number of them, but, but they have an air of, I was once giving a share in Queens, I actually walked out of the shore up to the shear and this was I'm happy the fellow stopped me and um, it was during the time when the, the Brooklyn air flapache was a hot topic so he went outside asked me something about the shear thank you for coming and then he said I, when you're here I just want to show you something he says look over here there was like a a whole support wall I didn't realize we were on top of something so he takes me over look down and I hear a lot of noise and seems to be we're overseeing I said what's that so he said that is the retaining wall for anybody here from Queens. It was either the Interbar or the BQE. I had which one? Probably the BQE. He said this is what this wall, whatever it was, whatever highway that was, one of the two, was what made Queens uh, not the Rishos Robin because it split up the various neighborhoods and you didn't have to combine the population. So I, that was a great idea. In, in 20 seconds, you have to show that to me. And uh, I would have found out if I would ask somebody, but I had no reason to ask somebody about the Avery Queens because the show was on Tuesday night. So uh, it wasn't really my game. But LA is a big city also, but they have urban sprawl. Chicago, Toronto, these are, Brooklyn's unique. It has a very, very dense population in a small area. So that's Rabbi Moshe which he will go back to at the end of the shtickle we're going to see now. And uh, others held that, no, it has to be one street, and it has to be one street that's going straight, and the other possible coolers. Uh, the problem behind the story is, as I mentioned, uh, the original group that went to ask, Ramesha had a feeling that they wouldn't be able to do science. He said, don't ask me. And they insisted, no, Rebbe, we have to ask you. They could possibly all the shadows in New York. And they asked him, and then he said no, and they did it anyway, which is not acceptable. <laughs> so once that happens, even if you held a Israel Hakel, it's like almost like a machal for for a system. But that's uh, not the main topic of our sugya now. Uh, let's go in this little tickle at the end. He brings up his sheet uh, about the tinshnish. But the question somebody asked him is if it's possible to make an air, even if there's some possible coolers, but they're legitimate. We'll see whether he applies that to the Brooklyn air or not. Is there an Indian to make it so that when we do it, you'll have tens of thousands of not yet from Yidin who are carrying anyway and we can help them out? Instead of doing Lama Tes Malachas, they'll do Lama Ches Malachas. Wouldn't that be great? So why don't we do that? Is that an Indian? We're talking about time, resources, 
possible other mechshalim is there an Indian to try? The Rabbanut does that in Eretz Yes, and that makes things complicated. They mean well, and they. The hope is, if you make it the law of the land that everything has to be officially kosher, which it is, then the nominal Jew who would, on a good day, like to keep kosher, but not going to have the way to do it, would like to do it, and the. Haredim and the other people who want to have better Hashem won't need it anyway, but at least it's there. And that's the Svar behind it, and I think people know that. They might be doing one and we still want them to eat 100%. Uh, well, it's good if we could do it. The question is, at what cost? That's what we're going to see right now, and, and what's the status of these people? So that's why we're going back to it. Tinshin is one of these sugiyas we touch upon a little, upon each, little bit each time, and I'd like to build on it and show you uh, another angle of the Machlekes. So, take a look at Chavbez. He starts up, We're not taking care of the quasi from people. Mamish Machal Shabbos Befrahesia, which is Tina Ka'akum if they're doing it with some Yediyah and somewhat Bemezid. So he points out, we made mention of this two weeks ago also, and we're not going to do justice to the Halatea Rosh of Yamas. I plan on part of our Arvis, so get the tail end, go back into this because the expression is somewhat jarring, but we possibly don't like it. Others, what does it mean? The Lashbag Ha'ain Tsarech De Ha'amar Perik Hey, the Maitre Shani, Mishnah Aleph, Shayim Etsainin Al Orlov and Etoravai Bashar Yemei Shvua, the Halatea Rosh of Yamas. So the Gemara brings us down. And as we mentioned, the year one, two, three, four, five, six of the Shemitah cycle, Rashbag holds that if you have an Orla tree, you don't have to put up a sign for the people who are coming in trespassing on your Rishos and stealing your fruits. You don't have to put up a sign that it's Orla, even though they might desist from taking it if it's Orla, even though they're Ganovim, but they're from Ganovim. Rashbag, not only does he say that you don't have to start taking out cardboard and making a sign and hanging it around the tree. He would have said, you don't have to go that far. The guy's a kind of. He said a pasuk, te rosha v'yamas. How literally we're going to take that at the end of the sugi is not our sugi right now, but it's a pretty strong statement. I mean, the guy's a kind of, and he deserves it. We already saw the Meiri, which I'm sure we'll repeat. The Meiri says, a guy like this, a kind of, who's breaking into people's yards, is a tremendous threat to society, a tremendous bomb of areas of Russia, and if he eats Arla, he'll die quicker because <coughs> he got rid of him. That's what the Miri says. He's not alone in saying that. The Rambam, in the parish of Mishnayis, says that Arla is less of an Isser than Geneva, so if he's doing Geneva already, he's willing to do that, we're not going to stop him from doing the Arla. It's a very different Mahala. So, Whatever the pshat is there, Rashbag holds, you don't have to put up a sign. During Shemitah, you've got to put up a sign because he's allowed on your property because it's Shemitah. He's allowed to take your fruit because it's Shemitah. That's this year. Any other time, he's trespassing. Somebody mentioned to me that uh, he was sitting in his house in a sunnier state than New York. It's hard to imagine there is a sunnier state than New York. It's <laughs> nice weather, but a state down south. And he couldn't believe it. He was looking out his window and... Uh, a whole carload of people stop in front of the house, get out of the car in broad daylight, and go over to his mango tree and start harvesting the mangoes. So the guy told me this is from New York, and he thought that was very strange. 
So I didn't want to start screaming and yelling. It's not worth it to get into a fight with somebody you don't know, and they might be halila dangerous over mangoes. And he asked the neighbor later, he said, a strange thing happened today. He said, you know, this, uh, this became the minute here. These, the people who drove up in the car are not natives of that state. Let's leave it at that. Uh, I mean, maybe now they are because you know, we're pretty lax on the borders, but they didn't start off like that. And he said, they start taking, he said, you know what, look at the bright side because if you're not here, it's a vacation home. And anyway, they fall and they get smushed and then the ants come and they also the things that are actually doing your favor. Or is that, it's a bright way, that's why it's a sunny state, a bright way of looking at things. If they would, Mahmoud San Havi Yitzhahara, once they're in the front yard, to go further, they'd be above Mach Terrace. It's dangerous, but it's like funny. That's the minig in that particular county that we let people harvest the thing. It's a good thing they don't send a bill for harvesting the mangoes. Um, that could happen. I just thought that was strange. If you see anybody harvesting your trees here in Muncie, I would call the police. Uh, so that's not acceptable. In that particular area, the houses are not sitting in an acre, and they're pretty close to the street. So. I'm happy they weren't in my backyard, which they weren't then, at least. But Rashbach has very little, uh, I don't want to use the word patience, but halachic understanding for this. The guy's a ganav, and if he has a shush to be there, then we want to keep him away from Avera. If he's a ganav, he's a Russia, and we have no chiv, I'll tell you, v'yamas. That's Rashbach. Again, there's a lot more to say on that uh, sort of what, how to touch up the Pusik, but we'll have to take that separately. Right now, first one line of the Yamas, Yishalmi Demai, Paragimel, Lachahei, Isa, Shagam, Rabbi Yesi, Savakain, normally the Pasanak Rashbag, and Rabbi Yesi, Mashal Lachakain, the Lachak Rashbag, the Vishnasenu. So, they asked Ramesha, should we go out of the way and make an Arab? He said, on the one hand, you have Altea Rashbag Yamas, the guy is not Machshav Shabbos, Machal Shabbos for Hesia. Why do we have to do it to coin to Rashbag? Vagam Harev Machal Shabbos, Haim Kreifim Bechal Turkula. Not only are they Machal Shabbos for Hesia, but your average, not yet from person, is also Kreifim Bechal Turkula. And 99.9% of the time it goes hand in hand. You're saying, but they don't know anything. He's going to get to that in a moment. But they don't, Yud Gimeli Karim, they don't know either. And they don't believe in them because they don't know them. Shulai Kulayam Emelijish like a Chiyav. And maybe over there, the Machal Shas Fahesi is a big issue, Dino Ka'akam, but if you're careful, Machal Terakuba. Maybe everybody agrees. He's referring to what we're going to see in the Bir Locha probably tomorrow night. Shulai Kuleal Medish Lekachiv, Af, Loi Mitzvah, Lestadu, Lasak, and Erebish Filam, and the time and effort and money it takes to build the error for people like this. Basically saying there's no harvest. You have no responsibility to do it, maybe if I care. I'll tell you Rosh Vyamas. Now, if you're all wondering, well, I'll tell you Rosh Vyamas on a Tinish and Ishba, so. That's what I said. We're going to get back to defining what that is and what the level of responsibility is. They're not bad people in essence. The Shaila is the Redonid as a Shaigig and Ainus, Karv Lipshia. That'll depend on what action they could take to improve their lot in Ruchnius. And that's our Mesha gets to the next line. Achshulai Bishfil, Elu, Shein, Yedin, Klum. Nebuchadnezzar's people don't know anything. The Rishasa, Anafa, Kfirah, Shalahem, Balahem, Mitzad, Shachinchem, Kain, Avasam, Harishayim. Now, somebody was a Russia to begin with. Avasem Arisham, grandfather, great grandfather. Somebody in Askala, somebody went off. So they're not all, you can't have everybody being a teenager. They've got to start somewhere. Because even if you say, but that was uh, last generation, two generations, three generations ago, 
perhaps then Yeshe is a mailov like Gamitz from the Sakane Ruven. He's just laying out both sides of the possibilities here. So maybe there would be an Indian to save them from one Malacha, a big savings. Shleavra Gamalisa Atsa. That's the only thing we can really help with. He was brought up that way. He says, well, the Tinish Nishpa is complicated. See, Amisha himself is being very careful with this. He says, maybe they could improve. They just don't want to go through the effort because it's hard to change. And you might find out things and then feel guilty you're not keeping them. And you have the ability to find out. That's not a regular shaygig. Even though he was brought up like that and trained like that, Hawkapanamish is talking about New York, Low East Side, Brooklyn, had plenty of from people around, Bar Hashem. And if they really wanted to know, they could investigate. And he has to have figured out that there might be people smarter than his parents. That I don't know, you're going to quote the Chayadam we highlighted during the Kibbutz of Amshirim, that you have to pick the needs of your parents and look at your parents, the most special people in the world, the most special people, and that's all true. But it means picking out one midah. It doesn't mean fooling yourself to thinking that they know everything, especially if they didn't give them a over here. So, why don't they investigate? This is the key line. So, Amisha puts out this Chakira, and he says he feels it's more mistaber. Doesn't say it's usher, but he says there's no chiv to go out on a limb with coolers or to go through the tremendous expense to save a machal shas vahesya mumer kaifer, even though he's not amazed and it's really not his fault, but he could fix it and he's not investigating because if you investigate, you might find something and that's challenging. I'm not saying we would do any better, just trying to figure out is this a shaggy curve lamazid, curve lapshia, curve lainus. So his leaning is It's a nice thing to be of them. It's a wonderful thing. It's an imperative. It's a schus. So Amish is not arguing on the the godless of uh, being able to be of somebody. He's talking about that we have a chiv to spend a lot of money, time, and effort to save them from one malacha as chashuv as each malacha is and as terrible as each avera is when their whole life is uh, minute-to-minute kfira and everything else is not being done. Befrat la shach yeradeya simakufna and aleph. Ramesha and other chubas points out the Mogan of Rome about the Messiah Midra Abonim. But he's just pointing out the shach says that in his opinion there's no chi of Arvis, and that the Rabban is based on Arvis. It says in the shach, you're allowed to sell things that are usur when it's chadavanara, when he can get it himself, and he will get it himself anyway. And there would normally be an Isidur Abbanon. There's no Isidur Abbanon according to the Shach. If he's a Mumer, Afilu Laben HaMumer. This is a fascinating diak. Amisha says, Why don't they make a chilev between the Mumer and the son of a Mumer and the grandson of a Mumer? The Shach and the Dagbavan, they don't say that. So they just put everybody together and they're not from. Afilu Laben HaMumer, Kshiach Liknas Makam Acher, they still hold, there's not even an Isidur Abbanon. Mangal Avram might be arguing that, but he's saying Bifrat according to the Shach. Mangal Avram is Machmir, he's just pointing out Mangal Avram is Machmir 
leading into this, but the lumdis is different, as we said. The Mangan of Arm holds it's exerted on Atulif Neiver, it's not to do with harvest, and therefore it's still in his Dorabon to do the act. Why? It's not good for you, it's Marisayan, uh, it's. Uh, it's a chil Hashem when you're aiding and abetting, even though there's no arvis. Amrishah saying, "When I said the shacholz, there's no arvis," and the Magen might not be disagreeing on that point. That's the importance of the lumdas over here. One second, and therefore, Ramesh is more noted to say you don't have to go through the expense and time, and if you weren't going to build one anyway, and he's still enough to rely on any kulas, and then he concludes, and over here, the whole shaila is not a gab. He's not relying on a kula. It's usher. That's the punchline in the next paragraph. And the Brooklyn Erev, the question of making an Erev in Brooklyn, even if you want to say, we're willing to rely on a kula to save thousands of people from Avera, which he just debated is not so posh, but there's a chiv there. And he ends off the chuva and he says, I just told you, this is not a chum of mine. I hope you can't do it. So the question of relying on a kula, that should we build an air, relying on a kula to help all those people, uh, nothing to discuss. Therefore, you shouldn't do it anyway. That's how we end the tshuva. Now, mind you, this is the same Ramesha from four or five months ago who said in, over and over again in many different truths quite clearly that even if you're doing kira, which is wonderful, and you want to hold the youth minion for kira on Shabbos morning, you cannot do it if they're going to drive. And he's talking about the same people. So why is that? He just said he's more night to... Not that he's passing not like the Magad of Ram, but he said the Shach would be Mako. Why was he so strong in the issue? The answer is a very important thing to keep in mind. Ramayusha held that case wasn't Chad Avdanar, that was Trey Avdanar. They wouldn't be driving. You're making the event, you're making the minion, and now they're driving. So that's the Dereza. He's discussing Durabonan over here. So it's not a problem. You just have to keep a whole year's worth of information, uh, at least enough to ask the Shaila. You don't have to remember every detail, but... First examine is the race of Rabban. That, that chuva, those two chuvas are much of, that we're talking about the races. Here he's talking about the general chi of Arvus. And if you remember over there, the machlekes was, can we do that temporarily with Niver for the greater good of getting them in, in the door? Ramesh and Abayash have held no, and others held perhaps. So this is a pretty clear chuva, just interesting how he ends the long sugi of Brooklyn Air, and he said over here, this is not a question of relying on a kuva. And my opinion, you absolutely can't do it. So that is uh, step number one. I will show you, if you look at, this is actually Bob Pebbs, it's only my copy. In this, yeah. Did it come for Ramosha to, to bring down Sukkim from the Akron and use that to see Machriya From a Shach? Yeah. Ramosha doesn't quote a thousand Akronim in each Shuva, but he always will bring the Chabrama, Shach Taz, Prima Godim, that's standard. Yeah, that's that's like every Jew. Uh, what you're referring to is achreni achreinim. That's uh, not as common, but uh, the shach is. We'll do that, but always. But if the shach says something, no, all of them every time. So I'm saying, I just gave you the list. The girl, I, I give you a list of 10, 15 achreinim. It's only aiming in the daf. There's the shach and the rama on the daf. The shach and the rama. Yeah, there, there's. Uh, very few uh, instances if, they, if they're weighing in the sugya that he won't uh, quote it. Yeah. He's not passing like the shah, by the way. Just the Mongol of Ram, the Mishra passing like the Mongol of Ram. The Mongol of Ram is not coming from Arvis. He's saying there's a separate story of Bonam because 
they made Xer Darbonon. Lefneva Daraisa is when he can't do without you. Lefneva Darbonon, she called that, we call Messiah, is when he could, and we asked him anyway for other reasons. There's nothing to do with it. doesn't mean he also has a Chi of Arvis. In light of the fact that Rav Moshe at the end says that it, there's nothing to discuss because it's us or anyway. Right. So the, when, when there was an effort to put it in Arab and then there were people that were taking it down in order to... So how, would, how did uh, you were still with me? I think the last uh, three sugyas I gave in Flappish on Shabbos were the Avodah Shetels, the Kopapods, and the Erev. It was a busy few months, and then I said, "That's it with the Kanamansi. Nothing to do with that." <laughs> but if you recall, no Kopapods and Mansi. They have Shetels and Mansi, and um, but there were no Kopapods and uh, less of an Erev Shaila. So. Uh, it was all relatively the same uh, tkufa. So it, we weren't... The reason why... There was one particular Shabbos, I remember. We had a meeting of the Rabbana beforehand in Flappish. And we all agreed we were going to speak about the Shabbos because there was a push to do it. And we felt, besides the sugya, it was a chutzpah at that point to do something which wasn't done, especially after the Esau Moshe. And there was never any mention, and certainly no encouragement, of... It, it's... You have to rip it down if you could just tell everybody not to use it and you want to know something we did in Adayim Azeb and Etera do not carry in Flappish. That's the Metzius. Uh, so uh, that, that line was held. We didn't have to rip down anything. I don't even know if there wasn't a whole lot to rip down, but I don't know what they put up since then. But this is the reason behind it and it's not Samaritana, the Ramesh is a Chiddush Gadol. I'm not going to give over the whole shear what we said then, but according to Ramesha, we used to have some cities that are Rishos Ramdaraisa. If you don't like Ramesha's Svara, then even the most populated cities in the world, like Manhattan, Tokyo, Mexico City, it's hard to find a street that has 600,000 people going on it. The traffic doesn't move that quickly. At least according to Ramesha, you're taking a general area. It's a little bit easier, otherwise, Hilchusel and Mashiach, you have Sugis and Shabbos and Erevin like every other. Because the Sugya talked about Shusaram Daraisa, and they didn't have that many people in the ancient world. So even called Amisha, it's hard to understand how many cities they have like that, but at least a little bit easier. So I just want to mention one more thing we're out of time. Rosham Zalman, who, with Rabbi Yashiv, you see Ramesha's night, he's talking about a Tanshin Ishba in New York, and his night that it's not so posh, we give him the full dinner Tanshin Ishba, and it we're going to discuss tomorrow night where the Machlekes is. Rabbi Yashiv held that about uh, people in Israel. And it's a compliment. It means that the average yid is very smart in thinking and they could figure it out. It's just the Yitzhahara doesn't want you to look into it. And the Shalom Zalman in different places said different things. And I'll explain to Mr. Chen tomorrow night what I think the Shittas are and where the Chaznish fits in over here. So it's very important what Mr. Shem will begin that uh, tomorrow night.